0: Welcome to the Health Code Podcast. I'm Sarah, otherwise known as Sarah's Day, and I'm a health and fitness YouTuber.
1: And I'm Kurt, professional photographer and content creator, or also known as Sarah's boyfriend.
0: We're here to help you crack the code to a healthy and fit lifestyle.
1: We're going to be talking all things health, fitness, relationship, lifestyle, and career.
0: So it's time to grab your code books because we're about to spill some serious tips.
1: Really? That sounds so bitchy. So, um, I've forgotten how to intro this podcast.
0: <laughs> I know. Well, I actually did a post the other day saying, oh, we're we're back from our six-week podternity leave. And someone was like, it's actually been 10. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh <laughs> First sorry. First of all, sorry. But secondly, I love that you know that. Like, that means you're dedicated. <laughs> so sorry that we've been MIA for so long. Obviously, I gave birth to our beautiful son, yeah, Fox. <laughs> so exciting. It, at the end of my pregnancy, I just really had to... Focus on like some specific things in like Sarah's day and my YouTube, and I didn't really have time to podcast. And then since having Fox, I just wanted to be in like a newborn bubble. But we are back now. We are back. And we're determined to do a podcast every single week, and yep. we'll be uploading it on 8
1: p.m. Um, Australian Eastern Standard Time on Sunday nights. So yep.
0: we're dedicated. So we're we want that in podcast
1: live for Monday morning. So when you're on your, your you know, you hustle and you grind Monday morning on the way to work, you can listen to our podcast.
0: Yep. You can hold Perfect. us to that. We're, we're back from maternity leave. We are and back. And maternity leave. <laughs> we are back. <laughs> so today we thought instead of just sitting down and telling our birth story, we would ask you guys, what do you want to know about birth and parenthood and just being like a new young family? So I opened up the question for you guys on Instagram stories. If you don't follow us on Instagram, it's the.healthcode. So just follow us there. And you guys sent in some really, really good questions all about our new life now and the birth specifically. Yeah. So before we go into it, I guess I'll give you guys a really, really brief rundown of how Fox came into the world. No, no, no.
1: You've forgotten. You've forgotten <gasps> our segment.
0: Oh, no. See, that's, <laughs> this is how rusty I am.
1: <laughs> let's go into the weekly wrap first. I think we've both got some funny things to talk about. So let's do the weekly wrap. <laughs>
0: the weekly rap! Yeah! You can go first.
1: I'm going to go first. Yeah. Okay. Look, okay. I'm sorry, guys. This is all going to be about fatherhood. It's not all that it's cracked up to be
0: oh come on yeah
1: no uh, you know I, I i kind of was expecting like to get home and just like to be so excited and be able to like do things with him straight away and like babies can't do anything they literally got, all they do is they eat they sleep you can hear him in the background right now i
0: know we're like on a time limit <laughs> to do this podcast because he's asleep and it's like quick <laughs> yeah.
1: so i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry to be like a dampener in my weekly rap today but um yeah, I, I had a quick realisation that babies babies are quite boring for a male. Yeah. And you know what? You know what makes it worse? The girls, the girls froth over the babies. <laughs> you and your sisters and your mum come around and oh my mum. And they're like all gay. like, it's chaotic. It's like everyone wants to hold him and that. And me, and me and your dad, like we're holding for like 30 minutes. And we're like, all right, on we go. I
0: know, but that hurts my heart. <laughs> I'll go like, oh, Kurt, look, his eyes are open. Do you want to hold him? And he's like. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> that hurts my heart. Well, when he can
1: jump on a skateboard, we'll hang out more.
0: Yeah, and that's. Do you know what? For all the other yummy mummies out there, that's so slack because I'm like, I am keeping you alive right now, Foxy. I love you so yeah. much, and I dedicate my life to you. And you know what? When you're two, you're gonna prefer your. You're gonna be like, Dad. I want to hold Dad's hand. I, I'm just gonna look at him and be like, You have no idea. You have do you no know idea how went through. <laughs> no. Have you seen my nipples now?
1: <laughs> but in a more serious. Now note us blokes have the first i guess couple of weeks so so much easier than mama bear mm. like you know I'll, I'll get up at night maybe for 10 minutes 30 minutes max to like change him and maybe hold him and burp him and, and you're half
0: asleep anyway oh, so know. sometimes you don't even remember it yeah, i'm like <laughs> thank you for getting up and changing his nappy last night you're <laughs> like it up i did that <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but like, Sarah, you're up for like a good two hours yeah. it's in sections of the night. Yeah. Uh. That's
0: the thing. Like, I hope there's a question about that because I thought when people said like, oh, you know, you have to get up every three hours and feed your baby. I thought it was like, yep, yeah, 10 minutes, pop him on the boob, put him back to sleep. No. Yeah. It is literally, well, I don't know if every baby is the same, but it takes us like an hour to feed him and like burp him and change him. And like he comes off anyway, whatever. It's just, it <laughs> freaking takes forever. It does take forever. <laughs> so anyway, back to your with rap. Yeah. Sorry.
1: <laughs> and then finally, the last thing I have to say about being a young father is I fell off the bandwagon hard on my fitness training. Dad bod. Oh, all right. I'm usually one of those guys who really struggle to put on fat and my six pack is not peaking right now. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds like really, I don't know, what's the, what's the word that I'm thinking of there? Vain? Vain, yes. No, but, like, but it's I'm one true. of those people you, who always have a six pack and I, like...
0: I'll be the person to say it for you. Yeah. Kurt has the best six pack I've ever seen. Like it was probably the thing <laughs> keep that keep talking, keep talking it, like this. <laughs> it's probably the thing that initially attracted me to you. No, not really. I'm actually not a six pack kind of girl. Like I like arms, but anyway.
1: I'm glad I've got the six pack because I've got nothing going upstairs.
0: <laughs> no, but um, yeah. Since since the end of the pregnancy, well,
1: I guess leading into the pregnancy, I was traveling a lot for work, and I sort yes. of prioritize work a little bit more than you know my usual fitness routine.
0: You need a project comeback.
1: But but I was going to get to that. Sorry. Since he's been been born, the last, I don't know, four weeks, I was saying to Sezi, I've like really found a, a love for the gym again and fitness. And I don't know what it is. I think because like I had that stint where I wasn't training for a bit. I was like, no, nah, I need to get back into it now. I'm sick of looking like this. And I've been going like hard the last four weeks. I
0: also four think weeks. you have a new little training buddy, a guy who just like lived up the road from us. I think that could be it as well because you're held accountable. You guys go together. You push each other. Yeah, some people some people train better with a partner. Maybe that's it's a a bit
1: of a different routine as well. Yeah, that that could be it as well. Mm. But I'm highly motivated right now, so watch,
0: watch this space. Yeah,
1: watch this space. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, my weekly (laughs) wrap. Okay, my life is pretty much just covered in titty milk and burps and vomit. So <laughs> that's kind of my life right now. No, I'm I'm really getting in the groove of motherhood and overall it is actually easier than I thought. However, it is really hard. So I thought that every single day was gonna be really, really difficult and really challenging. Yeah. But I feel like we only have like two days in the week where it's like I have a breakdown.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's and still but a those lot. those times are tough. Like yeah for some reason, your body just gets up. You just get up, don't you? Like, you, you just get up, you do it, you get through it, and you manage to keep going on your day. Mm. But there was this one time during the week that he was, like, crying, like, every hour. Like, he inconsolable. just would yeah. There so was nothing we could do.
0: I ended up calling my mom and she came and, like, oh, praise family, right? Oh, like, yeah. my mom just comes at the drop of a heartbeat and she's only, like, 20 minutes away. But um, nights like that is really, really difficult. But the thing that I'm also finding difficult is my identity is highly dependent on training. Yeah. And sometimes I get flack for saying that, but you need to think it's like if there's a football player or if there's a tennis player, a huge part of their identity is tennis and football and like that's that's who they are. Yeah. And even though I'm not a, you know, sports person or whatever like I don't
1: you still have a standard to withhold
0: yeah but I'm saying like my love and my focus is training so even though I don't compete in anything I go to the gym every single day and it is like the main part of my job and my life and so that's how I identify myself so not going to the gym and not doing what I love every single day for two months I kind of don't know who I am right now, if that makes sense. Yeah,
1: you got some of those baby blues kicking in.
0: No, no, not even baby blues. Just like even when I go on holidays, I feel like this. So it's not baby blues. It's like a complete change of routine and identity because every single Mm. morning I get up, I go to the gym, it gives me those endorphins, it makes me feel good about myself. Now that I don't do that, I just feel like a blob. And that's just being completely honest. And I was trying to justify it. Like, how was I going to explain this to everyone? And that's the only way I could think. It's like, if you're a professional tennis player, you play tennis every day. That is your identity. If someone says to you, you cannot play tennis for two weeks, they don't even know who they are. That's kind of how I feel with the gym. And it sounds lame, but it's just the truth because I go every single day.
1: Yeah. I guess the point to take from this, like from both of our weekly wraps today is um, if you're planning on having children, don't do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no! no, I'm joking. No. I'm totally no, no, joking. No, no, I'm totally no, no.
1: joking. We, we make it sound like it's so bad, but it, it, there are good moments as well. Oh We're gosh. just saying that it is, nothing can prepare you for how, for how hard it is going to be. And I think it we went into it a little every bit naively as well. Life. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And the last two things I want to say about my weekly wrap is, number one, ugh, I'm so over getting this question from everyone. It's like once you reach a milestone in your life, people just want the next one. So it's like once we've had Fox, now everyone's like, when's your next baby or the the thing that is grinding my <laughs> gears right now is when are you getting married? <laughs> Honestly, that is every single day, 100 DMs come in saying that. I have messages every, every time I see my aunties and my uncles, when are you getting married? Like, shut up. But... <laughs> Kurt and I were actually talking about it the other day because I'll like make these jokes, being like, "Where's my ring? Ha ha!" Like he thinks I'm joking, but I'm. She's serious. being serious. <laughs> She's being
1: serious, and well, I just keep palming it yeah. off, being like, "Oh yeah, it's coming in the mail."
0: <laughs> but anyway, we were talking <laughs> about weddings and everything, and like. We were just being lame and like soppy, being like, oh, we're like, we're such, we get along so well. And like, I love you so much, la la. la. And then Kurt, like, being just such a boy. <laughs> so I know he meant this in like a loving way, but it just, it just was not delivered correctly.
1: Oh, get so, ready for some <laughs> deep romance right here, <laughs> he, everyone.
0: He's trying to be romantic. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh baby
0: and he was like i love you so much you are my best friend i was like oh like that's so nice and he was like when i get married if i could have you as my best man i would <laughs> I, I i was like um what about the bride and you were like oh no no yeah yeah yeah." i was like yeah that too what? What? i don't i don't that is the Look, ultimate I was just
1: saying that you were like you are like my best friend as well as my lover. I don't you want to know? be
0: your freaking best man. Okay, I'm the mother of you your child. You know, we do cool
1: stuff together as <laughs> no. well. You know, we go snowboarding no. museum, no. in Zealand, museum helicopters. No. Come on, bro.
0: I don't want to be your best man. I want to be the bride.
1: <laughs> Another thing that I've accumulated over the last couple of weeks is this like little saying with Sezzy when she does something good is I put my fist up and I go, yeah, brother. Oh, yeah. And
0: you, you actually, when I pushed Fox out and Fox was on my chest, that's what you said. I don't know if you were like, you were so I was sleep.
1: joking. I was joking. I was so sleep deprived as well. Yeah. There's actually a picture of
0: it. Like foxes on my chest. I'm crying being like, this is your baby. And you go, yeah, yeah brother. brother. <laughs> <laughs> and we fist pumped. It was right. Anyway, moving on. Let me just give you guys a really quick recap of the birth. So ideally I went into it wanting a fully natural birth and no intervention and no drugs. And I pretty like, I went in naturally. So... Oh, we spent like two days trying to get my body into labor. And I don't mean doing that crazy stuff like chugging castor oil or anything. We just tried to like encourage my body to open up. Not to
1: mention we went to like a calm birthing course, which is like holistic and like you need to breathe through your contractions. And we were like, I came out of that being like, this is gonna be easy.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. In those birth courses, they're like, breathe through it. Yeah. Your body is meant to do it. I make
1: it seem so simple.
0: Neck minute. I'm like, how? (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to die. i <laughs> So, I pretty much spent two days just like bouncing on a birth ball and like having chili and trying to get my body into labor, which ended up working. Mm. So, I was contracting and everything was happening and I was in early labor for like 26 hours at home. That was pretty brutal. Mm. And Kurt was really good then. Like you were by my side and sometimes I just wanted to be alone. So, I would just be in our bedroom by myself yeah. contracting. And then... So, so,
1: you'd only had like maybe one hour max oh, yeah. of sleep and i'd had probably only about four hours so you gotta like remember going into now active labor or, or the, coming up to that stage you're, you're running off no
0: sleep yeah as well. so it, by the time i had had fox it was around 40 hours it was like 36 or something hours i hadn't slept yeah and that just shows like how insane the body is and your hormone balances and how much your body changes just to let you cope and survive like yeah. i just didn't even feel tired until three days after i was just on a high yeah anyway <laughs> so, I'm contracting at home. There's, if you want to know the real details of my birth story, then go to my YouTube channel. I've filmed a sit-down chat that goes for like half an hour and I tell you everything. This is just a really brief... Not
1: to book. mention the actual vlog that, that tells the whole story of the whole process. We did well. vlog it and you see
0: like... <laughs> pretty much everything. Yeah, it gets real. It it, gets real. Yeah, it's pretty, (laughs) it's pretty intense. So there was this whole thing with the doctors wanting to induce me basically because Fox was really little, but he was full term. So it's not like he was a premier baby that was small. They just didn't know why he was so small. Just my my stomach was really small. Mm. So they would measure my stomach and they were like, you know, because your baby is so small, he'll have no reserves. So if he gets really stressed in labor, then it could be really bad.
1: Yeah. So, they kind of put him into this high-risk category.
0: Yeah, which was like kind of deflating because I had had such a natural low-risk pregnancy. And it had
1: been so positive up until this moment as
0: well, hadn't it, like the whole way through. Yeah, without getting too in detail about this because it just like makes me annoyed. The midwives were totally on my side and they were like, we think your baby's fine, but the doctors are the one who just want to cover themselves as well anyway and my my older sister was in our birth team and she's a midwife as well so we really took her advice on board
1: yeah and here in australia the midwives are like they're kind of the ones that that deliver it like yeah that you don't necessarily need a doctor to deliver the baby like the midwives can do it so i know in america it's a lot different but the midwives here are really like hands-on and that's essentially
0: your doctor but um if you're high risk, you have to have the you doctors. Then have yeah. a doctor, yeah. So anyway, long story short, I didn't get induced because I was like, just let me go home, let me contract, I think it's going to be fine, which it ended up being fine. So we ended up checking into the hospital and to get things underway because I had been in early labor for so long, they did break my waters, which I was really scared about. I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to hurt. Yeah. You literally can't feel it at yeah. all. It actually feels nice. You feel like this warm water rush out of you. Yeah, like-
1: well, I didn't even see. It. I was expecting the Nile River to just explode out of your legs. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it's nothing. Minute, there was nothing there. I
0: know. <laughs> it's just a little dribble. Anyway, it was fine. But then this is where it gets real. Yeah. So after they broke my waters, I'm in active labor and I I was in active labor for around like six to seven hours, but it was so much more painful than I anticipated. And mm. I really don't want this to scare anyone because I know majority of you guys don't have kids or you haven't been through pregnancy. I would do it all again. Definitely. I, I, you know, I want more than one child, but it really was more painful than I expected. And regardless of how many people said to me, it's the worst pain in your life. Like you have no idea. I was like, whatever. I'm so glad I went into it positive and I don't want to use the word naive because I really did research everything and I talked to so many yeah. people I was just positive I was yeah. just excited yeah which I'm really glad because if I if I was nervous I would mm. have been even more tense and who knows if I would have yeah yeah who knows the outcome but essentially I was trying so hard to relax and open up and dilate and I really thought I was with each contraction that was so intense the, the midwives are saying your, your contractions are so intense like this is good I was Bleeding everywhere. My sister even said, (laughs) "Just beware; it's going to look like a bloodbath. It'll look like you've been murdered. Don't freak out because I'm scared of blood." Yeah. Lucky she told me that because I looked around the room once I had Vox, and I was like, "Did am I? How am I alive? Yeah. How am I thriving off?" Anyway, it was
1: crazy. There was was a lot of blood everywhere. (laughs) Anyway,
0: (laughs) so I'm contracting. Kurt is like. Kurt was so amazing. Also, my older sister. You guys were tag teaming. Mm. They were so amazing. I pretty much contracted and had my labor in the shower most of the time because that's where I felt the most comfortable.
1: Yeah. So, we had we had the shower head, one of the shower heads on your belly at all times or belly slash uterus and the other one was like sort of sitting on your back Yeah. and then after the contraction, you'd sit down for a bit. We just keep you warm with it and yeah. then you get back up again, but they... Yeah, it was, it was quite aggressive.
0: It, it was just like an out-of-body experience because I was in so much pain. I kind of wanted to leave my body. Like I was trying to be in a dream state because yeah. I just could not cope with the pain. And I remember even like looking down at like the tiles. Well, it wasn't even tiles. It was like this lino. I remember looking down at the floor and trying to focus on something and like pretend I was in a dream just because it was really unbearable. Long story short, Mm. I'm contracting for so long. I'm having a breakdown. Kurt has a breakdown. My mum comes in. She's crying. Like, it's really (laughs) intense. I'm bleeding everywhere. And the midwife say to me, this is good. It means you're opening up like good things are happening. Yeah. I think they just said that to me to keep me positive because I really think they knew in the inside that my body was so tense. I was shaking the whole time. And also, I've read, (laughs) I don't know if this is true, but a lot of my other fit friends have said... A lot of people who are really fit have really painful births because you have so much muscle. And
1: you're tight. It makes sense. It makes sense.
0: Yeah. Your fat to muscle ratio in your body, you have so much muscle that you are just tense. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's just like- Me making an
1: excuse, but it could be, it
0: could be. I I was just so tense the whole time.
1: I I remember I remember like when they kept saying that to you and I kept looking up at the clock and being like, Oh my gosh, like we literally have like another five hours of this and she was at like the point of complete exhaustion at this stage. Yeah, I couldn't even
0: see. Yeah. So I'm like my eyes Mm. are kind of rolling back and I can't keep my head up, and they're like, Okay, let's go and check you. It's been like six hours. So they check me and I hadn't dilated at all. I was still at a four to five and I just broke down. So in my head I knew I wanted this natural birth and I wanted no intervention, but I could not sit there and think that I was going to go through another 6 hours of this same feeling and then possibly not dilate and then stress my baby out even more and then possibly end up with a C-section. That's kind of what went through my mind. Yeah. So they said, "What do you want to do? You know, how are you coping?" And I just broke down saying, "I'm not coping. I yet yeah, sure I'm exhausted." But it's the pain. I cannot deal with the pain anymore. I would rather be dead. Literally, that's kind of what I felt like. So, in that moment, I was like, can I please have an epidural? And in my birth plan, I said...
1: You're talking very calm right now, but it was not like that at all. It was like... She, her body was like
0: thrashing
1: around and like you, were like,
0: myself you were like I'm gonna wall.
1: die Kurt like help me help me like, please don't hate me for, for wanting this epidural because that was like the one thing that I was really scared about yeah because I'd heard a bad story of the epidural going wrong and this person's now you know struggles, no damage, struggles with walking and has chronic back pain and stuff so my that was like my biggest fear was like something bad was gonna happen and from the before, epidural
0: yeah before I was so naive with that I was like Kurt I'm not gonna get epidural like don't worry yeah. <laughs> and then neck minute I'm like, like, in labor going, please don't do No, I didn't scream. I was just, but I really did no, whack myself. No, you were screaming. I thrashed myself up against the wall because I was like, if I can, like, hurt my shoulder, maybe that will take away from the uterus pain. <laughs> I didn't gosh. have any back pain. It was all in my stomach. It was, oh, guys. It makes oh. me, like, want to vomit. It's so bad. So, I felt really guilty, and we'll get into that in a second with some of the questions. Yeah. I did get the epidural. Oh, there was a big kerfuffle with that. It didn't work, and
1: she she took a long time to come because there was only one anaesthetist at the um, hospital at the time, and she was in um, uh, emergency. With, like, a young kid. So um, we had to wait, like, about an hour. So once Sarah had been told that, okay, you're about to be, be given this, like, complete release yeah. from all the pain, we then had another hour of her going through, like, Being like, <laughs> contractions. Yeah, because
0: yeah. I, I had, like, mentally checked out then. I was like, all right, I'm getting the epidural. So Screw this. <laughs> I don't want to feel this animal.
1: <laughs> but the funny part of this. Oh, there's is, a funny part? Yes, there is a funny part. And you wouldn't have understood it because you were very much in pain. The anaesthetist come in and she's, like, quite young and really fun and bubbly and oh. she, she comes over and she gets all the stuff she's like I promise I'll set you up soon and then she goes hang on a second you're Kurt right and I'm like yeah and, and she goes and she's Sarah and I'm like yeah she goes you don't have a podcast, do you? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, oh my God, you guys are the healthcare. I love you guys so much. And I'm like, give her the epidural.
0: Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, she was so nice. I, I, would, I would have probably punched her in the face. Like, shut <laughs> up, jab me. So, But
1: she was a legend, yeah. so she got the job done.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I got the epidural immediately. I dilated to nine centimeters. My body was just able to completely relax. Unfortunately then, fox's heart rate dropped and the doctor came in and he was really worried so he was kind of like we need to get the baby out right now he inspected me or examined me sorry and he pretty much made me 10 centimeters and he said yep time to push mm. so i'm i'm really talking about this really casually but it was actually kind of frantic because yeah.
1: he was he was stressed he, he was at the point of almost the having doctor. to take you yeah, yeah yeah he was at the point of almost having to take you to to have a c-section and we basically said to him this that is the one thing that we really don't like, we really want to try and not have that. Can we do it as, like, as long as possible? And I kept looking at him, he's like, guys, I'm really worried. Like, I'm really worried. We need to get this baby out now.
0: So, yeah. because we needed to get him out right then and there, he said, I'm going to have to use some, what are they called? Um the, uh, the suction uh, not equipment. one? No, no, no. I, I know they're <clears throat> called forceps, but... They no, no, not the forceps. Instrumentals, instrumentals, instrumentals. So he said, I'm going to have to use some instrumentals. They tried the vacuum. It didn't Vacuumed work. Up, it popped it. off his head. He said, I'm going to have to give you an episiotomy and forceps. And I said, whatever. Totally fine. Let's
1: get it happening. Let's
0: just make sure I have this healthy, safe baby. Because I was really worried about his heart rate. And yeah, it was, re- it was really daunting actually seeing the doctor's face and seeing how worried he was. I was like, oh, I just, I felt sick. Yeah. So the episiotomy. And
1: the pediatrician came in and they started, the pediatrician? that right
0: i don't know the the baby doctor
1: yeah what was that called
0: yeah pediatrician
1: yeah okay they I came, don't remember yeah, like okay, okay. i'm i'm well they, I was they just came into the room they started setting up the little the little section of the room that they get ready for like if the the baby comes out without a heart heart rate oh. and stuff so they were over in the corner so it was actually really serious but like we weren't sort of telling that to you obviously yeah okay so i was, was just real like worried. i was just
0: focused to push. Yeah. <laughs> so the episiotomy was pretty intense but obviously at this moment i can't feel anything because i have the epidural but i can move my legs which is awesome so he cuts me and gets the forceps which is pretty much like these big salad tongs and he pulls <laughs> he's he, ripping he, out a salad does, it is like pulling out a big cherry tomato so he uh he, he gets fox's head and in three contractions i pushed fox out and i have never pushed that hard oh in my, my gosh. life.
1: your face is like blue that's how hard you were like it was like you were doing like the biggest squat of your life, and you're just like shaking and like oh, and well, the midwife's just, like like come on, says he pushes like everyone was just. <laughs> well, I just
0: I just knew how serious it was and that he needed to come out. So I was like, I, yeah. I I've trained for this Game moment, time, baby. This is where my muscle <laughs> will help me, not hurt me. So, anyway, I, I got him out and he was perfect. He was yeah. so happy. Cried
1: straight away. He cried
0: straight away. The pediatrician's obviously pissed off then because I never saw them.
1: <laughs> no, they, they left straight after he yeah, cried. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, like I, fine. Yeah, I've never yeah. seen
0: So, yeah, Fox got to go on my chest and everything <clears throat> was amazing. The afterbirth was a different story. But if you guys want to hear about that, I might do like a pregnancy and birth potty nugget. Yeah. Um, because I have so much to say about like pregnancy, birth, afterbirth, because that, yeah. that was a completely different story. And... I wasn't prepared for that much pain and change after birth about yeah. how I felt, but this is not the podcast for that. But yeah, Fox <laughs> came into the world. He was 50 centimeters long, 6.1 pounds or 2.8 kilos yeah. on the 26th of March. One At hour, one 1- hour after his due date. PM. Yeah. one o eight PM. I am sorry. Not p.m. A.m., wow. <laughs> we're both, <we're> both <laughs> sleep-deprived, yeah. so just cut us some slack. So that is the birth story in a nutshell. Kind yeah. of not a nutshell. That was like a pretty big narrative. ball. quite goal. long. Yeah. But, like,
1: I mean, it needed to happen. We had both yeah. had opinions of, of how it went.
0: <laughs> but right now, I'm going to – I haven't just have even gone through these questions. I thought we would just, you know, ad lib no, it. No,
1: let's just – yeah, select and, and give it a crack as okay. we go. All
0: right, now I'll get into some of the questions that you guys left us on our Instagram. Okay. Sarah Michelle underscore two asks, What was the hardest thing for Kurt during the birth process?
1: Um, okay. The hardest thing during the birth process, uh, I I definitely reckon. So myself and Emmy were like this little like tag team. Emmy's, Emmy's my sister. Sarah's sister who was also a midwife and she was there as like our support person in the birth room, um, birth suite, sorry. And we would do this tag team and, and, and Emmy would get there in front of Sarah and be like, come on, Sarah, you can do this. Like you've got this. And Sarah would be like boosted up and she'd be like, really like not energized just uplifted and i
0: feel strong yeah yeah
1: Yeah. and you felt powerful and then it'd be my turn and i would come in and i was like kind of like weak yeah
0: vulnerable (laughs) emotional oh come on open for inception
1: (laughs) so i would come in and sarah would go to me like just quietly be like good i feel like i'm dying like her eyes would just like stare into my soul. Because I knew
0: you had emotional connection. And I would be like,
1: I would like, and then, and then like she'd gradually get louder and louder. And I'd be like looking across at Emmy and, and like the midwives and be like, Is this normally like, yeah, don't worry about it. Just like keep going. I'm like, Okay, no, you're not going to die, sweetie. It's okay. And then she'd start like thrashing about. I guess just being like trying to be super supportive and. Uh, not being able to help, like I, yeah. I couldn't physically help you. I just had to stand there and just cop it. If that makes sense, like, yeah. yeah. I guess being like a a male, like someone who like feels the need to always protect and protect help. and help, like, yeah, and that helpless. was really hard. That was really hard for me.
0: Yeah,
1: that was super hard.
0: Dusty Madison, has it brought you two closer together? Um,
1: I I don't think. Like, I think we've always been close. Mm. I don't think it's brought us closer together. I think it's. Now more so, it's like really tested our relationship because we've yeah. had a, like you know a lot of silly arguments over little things, and it's purely because we're both tired, we're both over it. Yeah, it's it's been testing, but like it's good, it's really good. It, like yeah. we're closer than ever.
0: I yeah, just... I would say it didn't bring us closer together because we were so close going yeah. into it. However, it really showed me how much you care. Like you were so caring in the birth process. Like I like mm. love you more, if yeah. that makes sense. Like yeah, okay. I was like, oh, you, you were so caring. And like, even the fact that you got so emotional and like you were so worried about me, that was really nice. Mm. But we were always just, cl- we were always just as close, but yeah. I agree. Yeah. This has been really testing after like now that Fox yeah. is here, but I'm it, sure it, we'll have questions about It's definitely
1: that. given me a newfound respect for Sezi, if that makes sense, because like ask us, us guys have got it easy like we will never experience what the girls have to go through during pregnancy and like my one piece of advice to like any you know husband or or guy just be there for support like don't get on your phone in the birthing yeah. suite like whatever oh. you do like
0: even when you guys were <laughs> order like you were ordering uber eats i was like what are you doing yeah. no i was actually nice but i was i was hard I, to
1: eat can like. i can i say
0: i was i'm really surprised because i'm like a very bossy um person or yeah. like I don't know yeah I'm a, you like a, to be
1: the boss yeah I'm like a bossy person yeah
0: and a confident bossy person so I thought in birth I was going to be really aggressive and bossy no. but I was kind of the opposite you was cracking
1: jokes what, what was one of the jokes that you said to me oh
0: I, I said like Fox why are you so slow like yeah. your dad <laughs> I don't know I don't really remember I don't even remember saying that but the midwife told me afterwards but I was and, and then you and Em were at, like at my head going like just breathe and I was like go away you smell like grilled <laughs> they had had these burgers and they smelled like onion. I was like, "Get out of my face!" But I was actually nice in labour. Yeah, yeah, you were. I was surprised. considering
1: how much pain you were in.
0: Yeah, Ali Oscar, did you end up with any stretch marks? Do you think the oils worked? Yes. Oh, sorry. No, I got no stretch marks. I'm so so happy and not demonizing stretch marks or anything. But I just I didn't want them personally. Um, I think the oils. Does helped. anyone want them though? No, but I get hate for saying I don't want them always because hashtag you know internet okay. 2019. All right, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I didn't personally really want. Them. Um, I think I think everything I did helped. Not only the oils, but really staying hydrated and having enough healthy fats in my diet because you want to make sure your skin stays really elastic and springy and lots of collagen in there because it's mm. going to help it you know stretch out and come back in together yeah. so making sure you have a really healthy diet full of collagen and yeah healthy fats and lots of water yeah
1: and you are very persistent with like putting oils on your belly like every single night every morning, morning. you were yeah yep. so yep. i don't know it, it may or may not work but it's you know best to give it a crack yeah because then it? you
0: then you then I can look back and be like well I did everything tried I everything. tried yeah, yeah I tried everything yeah exactly molly dot underscore what things would you recommend having in your hospital bag everything I had really I loved okay I loved the coconut water that was yeah. amazing I loved having um a speaker so we could play music that was the Where best we thing we had
1: we had music the whole time yeah I had yeah. like this
0: chill kind of yogi music um, I um, I liked the little candle. fake candles. I we liked had, them, yeah, but like
1: like little light ones. But it just made it a bit more homely. I feel yeah, like yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and then I loved my exercise ball because if you yeah. use the hospital's exercise ball, you have to have like a cover over it because it's like hygiene. But because it was our own one, I could just use the ball. Yeah. Um, and that was kind of. And then if you have a partner who's going to go in the water with you, make sure they bring like board shorts or yeah. something. But that's really kind of all I used yeah. every. Just,
1: Bring, bring anything that- Black
0: pants, lots of undies. There's a yeah. lots of blood after birth. Yeah. Okay,
1: and get some pads and yeah. what, what do you call it? The nappies for the baby as well yeah. because the hospitals don't like giving you their nappies. They give them to you, but bring your own nappies as well.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Ash Human, I'm so scared of an epidural. I need some positive feedback on it. Do not be scared at all. I mean, I guess it depends on how you cope with your contractions, but my contractions were so, so intense and mm. so- painful that i did not even feel the epidural like i was the only reason i was nervous for it is because when you get it you can't move and my contractions again were so painful that i would thrash around during them so i was just so scared that i was going to get a contraction while she's putting it in my back and i was just going to ruin myself and you know get spine damage or something yeah um but the epidural itself was not bad for me at all just because the pain of the contractions overrided yeah overrode the epidural.
1: and guys that's a good that's a good time to use your um your pressure points there as well, Yes. to try and take away some of that pain. I liked when you spot. did the
0: foot one
1: yeah the foot one's good
0: kate Dotsinger for Sezi. would you want to have another baby in the future? Yes, definitely, I think I want three kids. I think I would love to have four, but then like I need to get a new car and like
1: have they asked us this question in maybe like a year from now when when all the hard yards yeah. are done
0: but, but we know we know we want.
1: Yeah a, yeah a sibling but, for Fox. but right now there's no oh, there's no man. way that I'd when be...
0: people are like i want one right now Ooh. hell no no nah. <laughs> I, I can't imagine being pregnant again like straight away like it's I'm, hard, I'm, hey. I'm currently just i'm not even back in the gym yet you are honestly pregnant for a year because you're pretty much pregnant for 10 months mm. and then now i've been out of the gym for two months it takes that long to get your you know for everything to come back together and for you to get approval to go back to the gym it's been a year that's 12 months i don't want to do that, yeah.
1: We'll, right we'll, now, we'll again, give you a, we'll give you a year break, and then by then, you're good to go again, mate.
0: I'll just be like Kimmy K and get a surrogate. <laughs> what? Well, no, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I would never do that. <laughs> kidding, guys. Don't hate me. <laughs> Kiara F X X Kurt. I think this is kind of for you. Was birth different for you and Kurt to what you thought it would be like?
1: Um. Yeah. Yeah. I like. <laughs> We went to this calm birth course and it was really good. It was good. But it really, uh, I feel like it really glorified pregnancy. Yes. That's probably the, the best way of putting it. And which it made is made it you, so magical. You need to go into it positively, I feel like. But just some of the videos that they had in there, like they're, ha- they're having this home birth and they're in the bath and like the girl looks like she's in pain, but she just looks like she's like oh, breathing she's like, through it and she's ooh, just so relaxed. Uh, yeah. It was tried not to like do that with sexy. Like, And I'm sure every woman is different. And I've heard a lot of the mums that we've spoken to have said, oh, your second one's so much easier. My aunties and uncles said, oh, the second one's easier. Like the first one's tough. I think that you need to sort of look at both sides of it and, and sort of prepared. be prepared yep. but at the same time go into it super positive yeah
0: like I uh, as hard as it was i am going to go into my next one super positive because yeah. what's the point of going in scared you're just yeah. going to be more tense yeah. So yeah
1: you've got you've got don't good doctors it. and people who are experts in their field around you and they'll look after you and they do everything they can to look after you yeah.
0: so yeah have a good stressed. support system that's that's the number one thing oh yeah um okay kurt be honest with this one yeah okay mel bolton 31 kurt What was it like when you first saw Fox? What was the first emotion you felt?
1: Oh, I was like, I cried straight away. I was like a little like boy sobbing. (laughs) I don't know. I I was just so overwhelmed. It was just...
0: Was it weird? Was it weird to see him come out of me? Because I remember thinking I saw the doctor pulling him out and I was like, whoa, this is so weird. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was weird. And then like as soon as he was on your chest and he started crying and he was there, it was just like
0: so weird,
1: so surreal. It's it was so, so surreal. surreal. And um, yeah, I, I don't know, like I, I sort of thought that I would just have this like overwhelming sense of like oh i'm a father like it would just kick in straight away i was super happy and super excited but i didn't necessarily have like this like (sighs) connection yeah yeah i feel like i feel like i just felt like i didn't know him yet you know what i mean and like the connection's growing more and more so i guess like i guess if you're a guy don't feel too worried that like that that's okay Because I've spoken to a few other guys and, like, they've all sort of felt the same way Mm -hmm. in that first moment. Like,
0: you're so excited
1: and so happy, but you're not necessarily fully connected. Because I've had nothing really to do with him. He's been your belly kicking and I've just felt him from the outside. Yeah.
0: Even now, I feel like the connection is still very much like mother and son. And Kurt is trying to do what he can. And I feel like when, when Fox is older... Then you'll build more of that yeah. connection. Cause yeah, Kurt is trying, but Fox just needs me all the time. And yeah. a lot of the time I'm the only one who can soothe him because he wants my skin on skin and yeah. he wants to be held by me. So Kurt is he trying wants your to. <laughs> yeah, well honestly, like Kurt is trying to build that connection. But it is really good. I think before I gave birth, we went to dinner with some of our friends, and they're like a young couple with a baby, and the husband said, you know, Kurt. In case you feel like this too, I didn't feel connected to our son until he was like, I don't know, like four months old mm. or something. So Kurt was like, "Oh my gosh, like really?" And I think that's really good that you got told that because now you don't feel guilty no. for not feeling super super connected. No. Like you love Fox, yeah. right?
1: No, yeah, of course I do. Like of course I do. Like I'm so so happy. But um, yeah, it's just it's just weird, and I think it comes back down to that personality thing where I just feel like oh. There's not much for me to do. I'm like, not like that super support person right now. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? I, I like
0: this one. Holes Berto, how do you guys spice up your relationship with a newborn? Spice. Okay. Well, we first, spice first of all, we can't be too spicy right now. Yeah, if you know what I mean. Because someone's because
1: damaged goods over I'm here right damaged. Now. I haven't
0: got approval <laughs> from my doctor. So like, if, if you're picking up what I'm putting down, there's no actual spice <laughs> happening. But we go to brunch. We go to
1: brunch. And
0: do you know what? No, do you know what we do that we never used to do? is we Netflix and chill a lot. No chill, yeah. if you know what I mean again. Yeah, we just yeah. Netflix and eat. Um, <laughs> because <laughs> before before having Fox, we were really, you know, career driven and like focusing on our business, which we still are, but because I'm taking kind of that time To just be a newborn mom and you know chill out, then I always invite Kurt to come and sit on the lounge with me and like watch our shows. (laughs) I've been watching Bachelor in Paradise and And I hate it. I don't know. I feel like we chill, but that's not really spicing it up, is it?
1: No, we're Um, not
0: not very spicy.
1: No, there's a lot of kissing going on, a little cuddling and that, but like it's it's baby takes up a lot of time. You need you need to like create time for yourselves to. Yeah, to, to really bring, I guess, spice. Well, and saying <laughs> spice that Spice up
0: your life. <laughs> but saying that also, I think one thing we do that we don't realize that a lot of couples don't do is when I cook dinner, we always sit and eat at the table. Yeah. And that's do. a really nice time to connect and just chat. So, yeah, sitting at the table, it's really simple and really anticlimactic, but that's kind of the truth. Yeah. I'll pick a few more and then we'll wrap it up.
1: Yep. Yep. Okay. Go for it.
0: Nicolina Sab ponja underscore i'm really sorry if i just butchered your name how do you feel sarah when you finally had baby fox in your arms oh my gosh i need to be quick he's like stirring in the brain um honestly so surreal i started crying immediately and i just oh i just loved him so much like i loved him in my belly already and like feeling him kick and i would like hug my belly and then when they put him on my chest and he moved in that same way it was crazy because like I knew his movements from inside me but now to feel that on the outside oh it was so crazy <laughs> and like when your baby screams, like when they're screaming in a good way because you know they've they've just come out and you know you want to hear that first cry and then when they're on your chest and you soothe them for the first time I felt like a mum. I was like I just soothed my baby like it was yeah. so cool and like holding him and the coolest thing was like inspecting him for the first time and like looking at and as squished as he was because he like you know was a force of yeah. baby in, in the canal
1: he had a rude head when he no. came. A shape of football no, football boy he was over cute. here <laughs> kicking in between the goals mate
0: <laughs> he was cute but like when I, I found he has this little mole on his back and that was so fun I was like
1: how did you get uh- that <laughs> oh,
0: it was just cool, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. just inspecting your own son yeah. and seeing him, and I was like, "This is what you're going to look like forever. Like you're going to have this little mole forever." And I remember it, and I just love him. <laughs> it was so cool. It was like I've watched so many birth vlogs, and like I love pregnancy. Oh, I love obsessed
1: birth. in the lead up to the pregnancy. Even
0: before I was pregnant, I just love pregnancy. I yeah. love babies. Yeah, and it was just as good not not the birth the The moment of him <laughs> on my chest was just as good as I imagined yeah I didn't cry as much I thought I would bore my eyes out because I bore my eyes out in people's vlogs yeah. I cried yeah. but I wasn't like a mess I just cried of happiness and I was just oh it was the best loving it <laughs> yeah the Regan Stevens does the placenta hurt coming out I didn't feel it at all I think because I had like I don't know a really intense really quick birth Um, they just kind of pulled it out and it came out they yeah. showed me it it was really cool but I didn't I didn't push it out.
1: Yeah, it just slipped out.
0: Yes. Okay, thanks. (laughs) Sarah Piscotta, did Kurt cut the cord?
1: Yeah, of course he did. I got to cut it twice, actually. So the first time they clamped it, they clamped it a little bit long, and then the midwife re-clamped it again, and I got to cut it again. So that was pretty cool. And it's um, la- it's like um, you know what it feels like calamari. when I was cutting it? calamari. It yeah, felt like I was that. cutting cal- calamari. Yeah,
0: I, I fully get. What it's what you so
1: mean. weird. <laughs>
0: and last one, a underscore Lynn Kurt. What was your favorite part about birth?
1: Oh, when you when it was all over and done with.
0: Oh come on, mate. <laughs> oh
1: no, it was stressful. I was exhausted. I um, I'll be honest. I have a mate, Steve. Actually, shout out to Steve. Um, and he said to me in the lead up to it, they had a child uh six months ago or so. Maybe it was eight. I don't know. A, a while ago. You're and the worst friend. <laughs> yeah, no, I should remember this. Uh, <laughs> but um he said he's like quite an extreme dude as well. Loves his like extreme sports, like snowboarding and all this and that. And he said, "Man, I've like jumped out of planes, I've snowboarded in Japan, and there is nothing that that can compare to the birth of your own child." And I, I have to agree with him on that. Does like,
0: he mean like the adrenaline spike? Just, yeah, like-
1: just the whole the whole thing was just so insane and so intense and like. Yeah. You know, you're nervous and you're overwhelmed. And like, you know, one, one stage I was like crying because I was like, oh my gosh, how's she going to get through at the next stage? I'm like, you can do it, says he like. That
0: was one of the questions, actually. Did Turk cry during labor?
1: Yeah. It was just like this big roller coaster of emotions. And then when he comes out, you're just like, it's like you win the grand final. You know what I mean? Like
0: mm-hmm.
1: every everything's all good. Were you, you just know? up
0: at my head the whole time when I was pushing? Or did you yeah. see him come out? Uh,
1: yeah, I could see it. Like I could see it over oh the top gosh. of you. But um
0: it just yeah, makes I me, me want to watch minutes. the pregnancy vlog again i love i've watched it so many times
1: <laughs> i haven't <laughs> <sighs> it was traumatic yeah I'm,
0: I'm in like this fake little bubble where i'm like oh like i'm fine now it's so true they say like once it's been a couple of weeks your mind forgets how traumatic it was yeah yeah
1: it's because funny like, that. So, so your body can go and do it again because if you remembered that i'd, I'd say that you would not want to go through that again
0: yeah the first the first couple of days i couldn't even talk about it without crying my yeah. mom would say are you okay and i was like that was so
1: yeah. intense and now i'm
0: like yeah it was intense but i'll totally do it again uh <laughs> oh, hormones lol oh, but God. i'm so sorry that there's so many other questions but i don't want to you know be like boring and for <laughs> you guys with just my pregnancy life there
1: are some blokes that listen into this podcast and look, know. look we know we understand that. I'm going to do a little potty nugget that'll be more targeted to you you fellas out there in the next episode. So, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll, keep them, we'll keep them unisex. Yeah, yeah. But... um, I
0: hope you guys like this one, though. We thought this was a fitting way to bring Fox into Yeah, we had the to potty. talk
1: about it, didn't we? Yeah. We had to. It's our life. This yeah. is what happens and this is what we talk about. So. Yeah. But I'm really <laughs>
0: excited for the future of the health code. We're actually making a new website right now as we speak. Yeah. So, you guys will see some fun things coming there and just... Yeah, being consistent with our uploads and our episodes.
1: Yeah, we've got a little bit of a team happening now and we've got some some balls in motion and we're very excited for the future of the health code. Yep. And I just want to say like always we are so appreciative of you guys listening in and supporting us and even during this period where we had to you know take a little break away from it so
0: understanding. so
1: understanding you all totally got it some got a little antsy towards the end of it
0: (laughs) but that just shows your dedication yeah (laughs) but make sure make sure you subscribe so you do get notified or it pops up on your little subscription thing yeah every time we upload i always forget
1: you actually you actually get the podcast before everyone else I found out. So when you are subscribed to them on iTunes, Spotify, whatever, they actually come up quicker than when if you, you try to search it
0: yeah well i always forget mm. to subscribe to my favorite podcast and then i'm like oh what was that good one that i listened to on my walk yesterday so make sure you subscribe because it just like makes it easier for everyone yes all right guys so that is going to wrap up today's episode i'm sarah's day sarah's underscore day on instagram and just sarah's day on youtube
1: and i'm kj tills on instagram and youtube and we are the dot health Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. We will keep them running weekly from now on. I love you guys.
0: Talk to you next Sunday.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Catches.